Hey guys, if you're interested in checking out a video version of the show, please visit the Low Key Geek channel on YouTube. There you can not only catch the video version of the podcast, but you can also check out my other projects and short form video that I produce. You can find a link in the description. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the morning after. Uh, good morning. Uh, the morning after what, you may ask? Well, it's the morning after Boba Fett. Um, so this is going to be the weekly kind of spoiler review show uh, or discussion, talk show, however you want to call it, um, that I will be doing after every episode of The Book of Boba Fett drops up until it, the season concludes. Uh, hopefully it's going to be con a continuation of the series later on in the future. Uh, or this may be just something to uh, hold us over up until the next season of The Mandalorian. But um, every week I will be going over each episode um, and I want to engage in uh, discussion and conversation with all of you guys here on the channel. So uh, if you're new to the channel and you're just coming across this and you like what you see and you want to engage in conversation make sure to hit that subscribe button because uh i'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of cool things to talk about week after week once uh each time the, the episodes drop here so book of boba fett uh the premiered yesterday um and uh, we got chapter one stranger in a strange land and let me just say that it's so nice just to have star wars back um i know i feel like uh, many of you there's been a little bit of a gap and uh withdrawal uh so to speak ever since um season two of the mandalorian came to a close um i know we got um star wars visions that kind of held us over but it's just great to see live action star wars back on the screen whether it be on streaming um, not sure exactly when we're going to get any movies again but it's just really really good to see star wars back on tv um, and with this episode um, i have to say that it does have a lot of similar vibes to the mandalorian but with enough of its own voice enough of its own characteristics because uh you know we are picking up the story of boba fett once we uh were reintroduced to him in season two of the mandalorian and of course we see him with fennec uh um you know taking over the role of jabba the hutt and being the new crime lord on tatooine in moss espa but this episode um, has a lot of flashbacks, and I think it's not only necessary, but it's also very good that they did that. Because I think, like many of you who saw Boba Fett return, we want to know what the hell he's been up to, right? Like, how the hell did he escape the Sarlacc pit, right? And how did he, you know, go upon his journey trying to reclaim his armor? Um, you know, how did he end up, you know, finally um, meeting the Mandalorian or meeting Fennec and all that? So I felt like we did get a good amount of backstory. And I have a feeling that it's going to be a series where it's going to um, be a mix of backstory, 
flashbacks and current situation, things that are happening with Boba now as he t- takes on the, the reins of uh, Crime Lord there in Mos Espa. Um, I really, really enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit shorter than what I have, may have liked. Um, I kind of wish it was just like what we were getting with um, the Hawkeye series uh, recently. I kind of wish it was more of an hour-long uh, episodic series uh, where we get hour-long episodes. Um, but who knows? This could also be like in The Mandalorian where every episode was just a different um running time you know i felt like week after week the one of the games you would play is guess the running time of uh the next episode of the mandalorian right so this may be another situation here but i think it was a good enough tease um to help set the tone as to what is to be expected from this series so far um and uh you know tamora morrison is fantastic I really, really enjoy seeing him back in this role. Of course, you got Ming-Na Wen, who is amazing as Fennec. Um, and of course, those are the two main characters that we're getting so far. Um, we haven't really been introduced to anyone particularly new, um, but we were introduced to some uh, potentially um, important characters that may play out throughout the series. So. Um, like I said, it was short and sweet, answered a lot of questions that many of us may have had for decades now. Um, and uh, I think I will, you know, start diving into the spoilers now. So like I said before, um, if you haven't watched this episode yet, come back to the video or the audio form uh, podcast Um once you do so and uh you know let's engage in some healthy and great conversation about what we are watching so um and before i continue like i mentioned this uh episodes these episodes will drop every thursday every week on the youtube channel and if you are someone who's interested in more of an audio format you could find these episodes drop in audio format uh on podcast platforms of your choice like apple uh, podcast spotify um just find it under the low-key geek podcast channel and you could find all the links in the description of this video and this episode so be sure to check it out and uh thank you once again for tuning in so the big question that many of us have always had for the longest time is how in the world did Boba Fett escape the Sarlacc pit? Or did he, right? For the, for the longest time, we don't know. There's always been like these uh, fan-made stories about how he escaped. There were always rumors in um, you know previous years about him re-emerging and being reintroduced to us in Star Wars. Uh, and then we finally were finally treated to his reintroduction in Mandalorian. Uh, but the question still remains, how in the world did he escape, right? What happened and what's been happening since, right? So um, the episode does start off um, where we see uh, Boba in Jabba's palace uh, on Tatooine. And... Uh, you know, he's uh he's not, you know, the the young spry Boba that we were probably treated to uh since we last saw him in Return of the Jedi, right? Or even in The Mandalorian. I mean, this is a guy that has been going or apparently has gone through a lot of crap. Um so he needs to 
take care of his body and his ailments and all that. So we see him in a Bacta tank, um, a new version of a Bacta tank. Um, I've always remembered the one that Luke was in in Empire Strikes Back as he's floating around, you know, with his little tidy whities and stuff like that. You know, here, this looks more like those incubation chambers that um, maybe Michael Jackson has used. If you've seen pictures of MJ um, in this, you know, preservation chamber or what have you. Um, but he's in this thing and he is having dreams and these are flashbacks to his you know his life you know we get treated to scenes of Camino and we all know that in the prequels that's where we met uh, a younger version of Boba uh, with his dad Django you know and then of course we know that Boba witnessed the death of his uh, of his father there you know and we got treated to that scene once again of a young Boba holding the helmet of Django, um, you know, really, really um, being torn apart by that. Then we get this image. And this is where I started to lose my shit because it's like, oh, my God, we are finally going to we're going to get to see how the hell he escaped the Sarlacc. Right. So we get this image and you see basically boba just you know you know waking up coming to right and he's in this gullet of whatever you know this crazy creature is and now it's time to figure out what's and you know you see like the acid maybe kind of uh tearing his armor apart a little, little by little uh he sees a dead stormtrooper which i think is really funny um who's just there and again this also shows us a little something of how the stormtrooper armor works because he rips out a cord from the armor that contains oxygen and he sticks it into his helmet and he's starting to breathe right so he gets some air in him so it's really cool to get like an, another confirmation of how these stormtroopers kind of live within this armor right the ins and outs and all that so that happens and then he starts to struggle all right how the hell am i going to get out of this thing he punches his way here he uses his little you know flamethrower thingy and he finally gets out right so he basically it just looks like he fought his way out of this creature um we never get to see the creature emerge you know not like how we've seen it in the mandalorian this creature may have been a dormant like creature or a creature just lives in this one place um, but he busts through the sand and you see like the debris of the blown up um uh jabba's uh barge you know the the sail barge that jabba um you know was on and he was you know taunting luke and all that stuff like that and of course we know that they blew up the barge uh to make their escape so it was nice to see that in the background as he's like climbing out and digging out very very cool stuff but you know he's still weak right and you know he he passes out and these freaking jawas man these jawas they are so ruthless and they are true true scavengers right so you see their you know the the infamous ship that they they um drive around in and they just go over to him and they start picking apart his armor yeah and just be like all right you know we're gonna get this we're gonna get that you know we're gonna make some great money from all this he comes to and he's like yo the fuck you guys doing right you know that's my stuff and one of them just goes 
and knocks them right out. And they continue on doing what they're doing, right? So they take up, and I'm pretty sure they're also going to um, ravage and go through the barge because I'm pretty sure that they're going to find a lot of stuff there for that for themselves and all that. Time passes. Boba's still, you know, passed out in the desert there, and then. They, you know, these uh, Tusken Raiders, the sand people come across and they see him, rope him up, uh, wake him up and they start yanking him away. Right. So you automatically think, OK, this is probably going to be a new slave of theirs. Uh, it's a new captive of theirs. And they just basically take him into their camp. Um, one of the, the saddest well, not saddest, but most messed up parts outside of the Jawas ravaging, you know, his his armor and all that is he wakes, he comes to and he's tied up to this post and you have all of these like younglings, the youngling uh, Tusken Raiders, right? And it looks like at first, you know, they're just observing him and like, oh, you know, who's this guy? You know, this is someone new. We haven't seen this guy before. And then they just start beating the crap out of him. And, you know, everyone's just watching and like, aha, you know, this guy, um, he's going to do well for us uh, slave wise. Right. He then fast forward, he comes to at night and he tries to make an escape. And we still see that he has the ability in him to do what he has to do. Uh, he was able to subdue like their dog like creature there. And guys, look, I'm not going to know the names of all the creatures here. All right. I, I am not well versed in all the Star Wars creature names and all that stuff like that. So if I miss something, my bad. Um, you can let me know in the comments what the, the names are and all that. But I'm not going to be like, you know, the the walking encyclopedia of Star Wars knowledge. I love Star Wars and that's why I enjoy these shows and I enjoy the movies. Um, but if you are looking for someone that knows beat by beat everything, there are a lot of other guys out there who will be able to uh, fulfill all that stuff for you. But I learn, right? So, you know, if you tell me something, then I go, oh, okay, that's the name of that creature. Very cool. So, just, you know, just let me know what I'm missing here. But he comes to and, you know, he subdues this creature and he's trying to make his escape and he breaks free from his, his, uh, his ropes there. He sees another captive who just was watching him the whole time, uh, a Greedo-looking like dude, and Boba still. This is a side of Boba that we don't really get to see. He looks at the the guy and he's like, "Hey, do you want me to break you free too? You know, like, come on, we could make a break for it." And what does this guy do? He just starts screaming and like, hey, in his own language, probably like, this guy is escaping. This guy is escaping. You know? So he makes a run for it. Everyone's chasing him down. Um, when they finally catch up to him, it's interesting because they don't really decide to beat up on him immediately. They kind of put him through like this trial. And I think they're really basically trying to test his might, right? Test his will and all that. So what looks like to, is one of their uh, superior warriors goes toe-to-toe with him. And he tries his best. You know, mind you, he was in a Sarlacc for a good amount of time. He just got out. He hasn't eaten. He hasn't drank anything, at least from what it seems like. He's pretty exhausted. So he doesn't have all his wits to him and of course he loses right and then they decide to you know pummel him all over again um but the cool thing was that 
he never really went after uh, the youngling. You know, he kind of like, in a way, spared the youngling's life. Because the youngling was one of the first ones that actually saw him trying to escape. But he kind of just like threatened him a little bit and just let him go. Uh, and that's going to come into play later on in the episode. So, you know, we get to see a bit of that. And then we flash forward and he's back in the back of the tank. And Fennec is there trying to wake him up. You know, it looks like this is still the early days of his um, rule. You know, after um, taking out Bib Fortuna, like what we saw in Mandalorian. So now people are coming over to pay their respects, right? To give their offerings, to play nice with a new crime lord, right? Um, and first off, I have to say the chemistry between Mingna and Tamora Morrison is fantastic. Um, the back and forth that they have with each other is really, really well done. The chemistry, you could really tell is there. And you could kind of see like why they're together, right? We still don't know the main specifics as to what the deal is there. I mean, we do know it, it just seems like it's like a life death situation, right? He rescued her from her death and now they're, you know, tied to the hip just like Chewie and Han Solo were, right? You know, but they're they are on the same page a lot of, t of the time. So Boba gets dressed. I, I also do love, <laughs> and maybe this was a little bit too much, but he has his own suitors, robot suitors. So they're helping him put the armor on and all that stuff like that as he gets himself ready for the throne room. Um, the funny, one of the funniest scenes was that one of the, the uh, townspeople that came over, started talking to them and it looks like he's off they're offering him you know money and all that stuff to play nice and <laughs> Bubba looks over at Fennec is like did you catch anything that that dude was saying and they're like no and he's like we really need a protocol droid and I think that was really really hilarious so who knows what they're going to get in the future in this series hopefully we get some sort of translator for them um and as they're going through, um, meeting all these people, they come across um, kind of like this servant uh, or this, um, in, in mafia terms, kind of like a consigliatary, right? Like a, like, like a speaker of the, the, uh, the boss. And he's very arrogant, right? Very, very snotty and all that. And apparently he's he works for the mayor of the town. Never mentions who the mayor is. We still don't know at the end of this episode who that mayor is. So that in itself is very interesting. So that could be like another big reveal or a big confrontation later on. But basically, he's like, I'm not here to give you respect. Like, you should be giving us respect. You know, we're just, I'm just here to play nice, say hello, how you doing? Introduce myself and expect to hear from us and all that. Um, so where's my offering, so to speak? And Boba's like, are you kidding me? I'm not, I'm not giving you anything and Fennec is like already pissed off and is like should I kill this dude and like no 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 we need to play nice so he just makes a very firm statement that like you know okay nice of you to come by but I ain't giving you anything you know I think you should be respecting me because I'm the new crime lord here and you know he's like all right well with all due respect I think you're crazy blah 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 don't be surprised if you get visited again sometime soon the mayor's probably gonna not be happy about this stuff so okay whatever 
So they decide to go into town, and then we get to see Mos Espa, um, you know, the big city there. And um, another funny joke that they made is like, um, you should have let them carry you around. You know, like the huts, they would parade around town being carried and all that. It's like, I'm not going to be carried. I'm walking. Like, this is different. You know, like, I am not here to rule by fear. I'm here to rule by respect. Right. And this is like something you saw in the, in the teaser trailers. Um, and I feel like that's going to come back and bite him. Um, and there are other like there are reasons in this episode why that may be. Um, but I have a feeling that that attitude may have to change. Um, but we don't know yet. Right. So he's walking around. And before that, sorry, I, I know sometimes I skip around. Uh, he made nice with these two Gamorian guards who were very loyal to Bib Fortuna. Uh, and it sounds like very loyal to Jabba at one point. Um, and, you know, basically instead of uh, killing them off because they refused to uh, to kind of uh, give in, they refused to give themselves in. Um, so instead they were chained up. He's like, you you know you guys are very loyal to your previous bosses will you be loyal to me in the same way if i spare your lives and they kneel down immediately and they do um so again you get to see boba the way he's really planning to rule here and he's really you know he's like again like he said it's all about respect right um it's not fear tactics he's not like java where you know if it was java he'd like kill them immediately for um not uh, agreeing to things and all that stuff so these guards are also walking along with them because like they said they are going to be very loyal um they go into a cantina the local uh, cantina and we get to see jennifer beals uh, if you don't know who Jennifer Beals is, she's very well known for the movie Flashdance. Um, so it was really, really nice to see her in this role, um, playing really nice. And, you know, he's like, I'm just going around ensuring everyone here in the town that business will be as normal. It's just I'm the new crime lord, right? And instead of sending out memos or people to speak for him, he himself is walking around in introducing himself to everybody which was pretty cool right and this cantina is very lively it's not like the most Eisley cantina that we've seen in the movies it's more vibrant it has more life in it a lot of people are having fun and they're enjoying um you know when they walked in they were being offered to you know clean their helmets um, for the Gamorrean guards, they were being offered baths and and food and all that. So very, very nice. And, you know, it looks like for now, they are really, truly respecting Boba once they meet him, right? So, again, we don't know what's going to happen moving forward, but it was kind of nice to see the interactions there. And, again, the interactions between Fennec and Boba as they're walking around and as they're learning things because Fennec is very careful, and you can tell she's someone that doesn't really easily trust people. So she's trying to convince Boba to kind of think the same way. It's like, well, you know, sometimes fear may be a good thing, you know, in order to get more of a better grasp and make sure to know exactly who your enemies are and all that stuff like that. But Boba's like, ah, you know, like, like, again, it's all about respect and all that. And then they get jumped. These assassins show up. And this is like one of the main action scenes of the episode. 
you know, they, they hold their ground for the most part, but they're getting really beat up pretty badly because they're surrounded by like six people and all that. But the Gamorian guards come through and they really, really help them out. Um, but Bobo was getting his ass kicked left and right. You know, him and Fennec were really having a hard time because these guys had these big shields and these big electronic um, sticks and all that. Um, and they were really going to town on them. Th- three of them was able to start to escape, right? And one of the, the, again, even though Boba is trying to rule by respect, he's still a bounty hunter. He still ha- is ruthless. And he sees one of them climbing up the building and he just shoots a rocket and, and you know, basically blasts him away, right? Which was pretty freaking awesome. Fennec sees the other two and starts booking for them Bobo yells out at her he's like one of them has to be alive like I want them alive because he wants to start you know asking questions and all that stuff like that but Boba is like really really hurt so he's asking the guards like get me back to the back to tank I really need the back to tank so they do so they take him back and all that stuff like that the next part is Fennec basically chasing you know, running around the rooftops chasing these two assassins. And one of the coolest things about this episode and what I'm loving so far about this series, again, this is just episode one, is that it feels like a real legit city. Now, we already know if you've watched the behind the scenes of The Mandalorian, they use like the, I forgot what they call it, the the view or whatever, you know, the big thing where... Um, studio where they have all the LCD screens all around and, you know, they're projecting a lot of the, the imagery so that, you know, everyone can really, like, know how they're acting, know what they're looking at, know the scenery and all that stuff like that without any green screens, which is revolutionary, right? Here, I feel like there's so much use of practical effects and practical, like, scenery that you really do feel like they're running around the rooftops of Mos Eisley, which is phenomenal. It is so cool how they did this. And I'm pretty sure Robert Rodriguez had a lot to say about that because the episode that he directed in The Mandalorian felt very real too because he used real locations instead of just staying within that studio, right? And you feel it here, too. You feel like you're in a real city. And I love the chase scene and all that stuff like that. And, you know, you could see she is truly a badass. How she's able to maneuver her way around. Now, we've already seen her in, like, animated form. You know, which is pretty cool uh, in the Bad Batch. But to see live-action Fennec do her shit is awesome. It's really, really cool. Um, she confronts the two that are remaining and it looks like they're about to surrender and she looks at one of them and as she's looking at the other dude kicks the other dude off the roof so he's dead and is like all right now you're the prisoner I'm taking you so we have yet to see what's going to come out of the interrogation with that new prisoner that they took on but we get to see um, Boba back in the back the tank because he needs to heal up, right? And now we get more flashbacks. And we get to see, once again, him in the the camp of the Tusken Raiders. And like I said before, the reason why the whole thing about the youngling, 
it's going to come to play here where the youngling the youngling looks like he just you know is a little dicky kid right and he wants to have fun with these guys and at the same time he wants these guys to do work for them right so he you know takes on boba and the other greedo looking dude they go marching off into the desert and basically he's asking them first there's this one interesting scene where they're looking at uh, a home that's being raided by some some guys and they beat up the the homeowner and all that and they're just looking right um not doing anything they're just observing and as they as boba sees this guy getting beat up you could tell boba didn't really like seeing that again you're getting a sense that boba does have sort of a heart in him maybe he's had a change in you know how he perceives the world you know especially having a second chance on life right um, because we've always felt like boba was this ruthless bounty hunter you know no shits given um or taken and he does what he has to do and all that and he'll do what he has to do to get the job done and we also kind of saw it in the mandalorian too so but it looks like he, he has like this heart to him um so he didn't like seeing all that stuff but then they go away um and this kid basically asked them to work for him and they're looking for these little pods that contain water and it, it, this it was pretty funny because boba for the longest time he's digging in the sand and the greedo dude he keeps finding the pods and he's like yahoo i did it i did it you know and boba's like how come i can't find one right um and it was really and you know he's he's kind of taunting the greedo dude it's like dude we could have escaped we you know if you just went with me we could have made it and all that stuff and the guy's like leave me alone and all that stuff um so they're doing that and there's another scene where you just see the kid lounging the kid's just lounging with his little dog creature and he's like la 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 and boba's like the fuck man like this kid right so boba finally finds his pod and of course boba is thirsty so he just breaks it home and starts drinking it. and the kid comes over it's like what what are you doing so he was about to hit him and boba just catches the stick right and he's like hey i'm thirsty let me have this drink and so he does it gives it back all that stuff very interesting so he's really forming this interesting relationship with this little kid with this youngling and then the crazy stuff happens which is the second biggest action scene of the ser- of the episode so far this giant creature with multiple arms looks like something out of like a Harryhausen uh, movie comes out of the sand and he's like it's time to cause ruckus right he beats the crap of the Degrito dude right and slams him into the ground and so so basically that dude's dead and the kid is like oh my god what is this he tries his best to go at the guy at the creature fails he gets flicked off right the dog tries to go after the dude flicked off bubble's like screw this i'm doing this myself he takes on this dude uses his own chains to strangle him out and all that and then you get that like hero moment and basically it's the same hero moment that you see on the thumbnail of this episode where he's just standing on top of the dead creature holding the chains like boba fett you know so it's like a nice little hero moment 
Then they go back into town. The kid's really happy. Somehow they got the head of the creature, and now it's a trophy, right? And the kids just walk going through the camp boasting. And it almost sounds as if like the kid is saying, like, I did this. I'm the one who killed this creature. It was me. And Bob was just watching, just be like, all right, and all that. Now you see the chieftain. The same chieftain that was watching Boba get beat up by the younglings. The same chieftain that when they were chasing him down, told their head warrior to, all right, go at him. Chieftain keeps looking at Boba. And at that moment, you feel like he's, he's gained respect for Boba, right? So as this youngling is walking around town, boasting, like, I, look what I got. I'm the man. Chieftain walks over to Boba. He has his little pod and he gives it to Boba. And Boba's like, damn right, you're giving me this. Drinks it, episode ends. So this is where you're going to see the reason why I think respect is important. And you are probably going to see, or we're going to see, why Boba wants to rule by respect. Because I think he's going to be learning a lot of things from the Tusken Raiders with his time there. And I'm pretty sure we're going to get more insights about his time there. Because we know when he showed up in the Mandalorian, he had the gaffy stick and everything. It really, really looked like he learned a lot from the Sand People and gained their respect while doing it. And I'm pretty sure that's how he's going to carry on his life and his rule of Mos Espa as the new crime lord taking over Jabba's throne or Bib Fortuna's uh, role and all that. So really, really awesome stuff. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was really, really well done. And I'm excited. But like I said, unfortunately, it was short because now I really want to see more. I want to see uh, where, you know, things progress here. And I'm sure we're going to get a lot of stuff. I think the series is only uh, six or eight episodes. I'm not really sure. Correct me uh, in the comments about that. But I saw a lot of people like on Twitter and all that saying, oh, they should have done the Hawkeye thing where they released two episodes immediately. I don't think that was necessary. I think what they're doing right now is good enough. I think they're giving us that tease and they're setting the tone. They're setting the tone for the show. And they answered questions that most of us had for decades. Like I said, we found out the one thing we've always wanted to find out especially after seeing his return in the Mandalorian and how the hell did he get out of the Sarlacc pit? And they gave it to us. And it was a simple thing. It wasn't something so like like outstanding or ridiculous or whatever. It was a simple thing and it made sense. And that's it. That's all you need, right? Now, what's making Boba Boba who he is now? and how he's going to move on and what is his real intentions with Mos Espa and why did he decide to go back take over Jabba's throne like what is it this is a new chapter in Boba's life right hence Book of Boba Fett and it'll be interesting to see what transpired to get him to this point and why he wants to do this moving forward so I'm really, really excited to see what's going to happen, how it's going to tie into things, how, if at all it's going to tie into The Mandalorian a lot. 
um, how it might play with all this other Star Wars uh, series that they're coming out with, like Ahsoka and all that. Um, a lot of people are guessing who we're going to see show up on the show. I know there's a huge campaign out there about Cad Bane. You know, hopefully we could see like a Cad Bane in this. Um, who knows? Um, I am just, I'm down for the ride. And I really, really like what we got so far. So, so yeah. So, again, doesn't really matter at all what I think. I always say that what matters most is what all of you think. So, definitely let me know a lot of your thoughts in the comments. What are some of the Easter eggs that maybe I've missed? Um, admittingly, I did watch this episode twice, but uh, it's you always catch things when you watch it a third time or a fourth time or whatever. And since it was not that long, I think it was like 38 minutes or so, it's a very easy watch. That's why it's very easy to watch it uh, twice, um, unlike, you know, hour-long episodes and all that. So more than likely, I will watch it again before the new episode um, drops next week. So, yeah, let me know what you guys think about everything. Um, you know, were you disappointed about anything on this episode? Did you wish it was longer like I did? Uh, are you the one of those guys or girls who think that we should have gotten two episodes? You know, I'll be interested to hear your thoughts. Let me know in the comments. And like I said before, this um series here this uh episodes will drop every thursday morning uh the morning after and uh i will be doing things for like a lot of the the marvel shows and the star wars shows, shows that we're going to get in the future maybe it might venture off into other programming um dexter is coming to a close so it'll be it's too late for me to start off a, a series on that but i will do my full review of dexter once the series concludes stay tuned to the channel i'll do also a, a quick discussion about hawkeye and what i think about that but thank you once again for tuning in. Um, don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so yet. And don't forget, you could also catch audio for, um, forms of this show in the talking, uh, sorry, talking. That's another episode. That's another show I do uh, in the Low Key Geek podcast channel on your podcast platform of choice. So until next week. Stay cool, stay classy, stay safe, and I will catch all of you next time. Peace.